they? Elliott, off to the races. Can they catch him? No, they can't. Touchdown. Samuel cuts it back. Ohio State wins. Haskins spreading out, sets up deep. Over the middle. Touchdown, Buckeyes. Fields has time. Watches downfield. It's Olave. He's got a touchdown. Ohio State. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the QB Draw. I am your host, John, joined with, with me as always uh, by my co-host, Ez. Uh, we are here today to talk about uh, Rutgers. Uh, really, uh, should be a quick episode. I think. I think as we're we're settling into the middle of the season here, um, it's all about November. Eyes November. You know, uh, yeah. this is uh, this is silly season, kinda. I mean, Ohio State has silly season for for most of the year because it's Ohio State. But uh, yeah. Uh, I guess, yeah, let's recap the Wisconsin game real quick. Um, yeah. Any news that we should go over? Um, I don't uh, think we have really a clear update on Jackson Smith and Jigba, so not much there. Personally, I would sit him until Penn State on October 29th, even if he's healthy before then. Um, but, yeah. It feels weird, but, like, honestly, like, it, it, it's – and, again, it's an embarrassment of riches, but, like, I feel like – they had the offense really hasn't really missed much of a beat. I mean, other than maybe the, the Notre Dame game, I like, think they do need him. Oh, they will need him time. eventually, but because, like, yeah, yeah, but like, it, it's just it's it's borderline obscene how little it feels like it's mattered thus yeah. far. Like, it, 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 like, I feel like it bodes well for CJ Stroud and uh, like the elephant in the room conversation. Uh, with regards to like, uh, you know, even his predecessor, right, uh, with Justin Fields, like really only being able to get two receivers I- involved in the yeah, offense. Yeah, Justin Fields liked uh, like this buddy ball. I'll say that. Yeah, it, but like you know, I mean, it's it's just it's new things with CJ Stroud. I th- I thought Cade Stover played really well. Well, yeah, he played as well as any tight end I've ever seen play at Ohio State, which is ridiculous because he's like this like converted. He came to Ohio State as a defensive end and like I don't know if you remember but like sort of like the camp whispers that you always hear every year was like, "Oh, he's going crazy at defensive end. He's going to be the next Bosa," which is a very funny comparison uh <laughs> just based off the Bosa's political leanings and uh Kate Stover's presumed political yeah. leanings. Um yeah. Uh, anyways, and then he and then he transferred to linebacker and looked pretty good in the Rose Bowl. I still he had a lot of tackles. I'm not sure he was a true like star in that game. Um, I think it was just more that he was just he he happened to be playing defense and was fine in a positive way, which was like at that time like nobody on on that defense at all had had impacted anything for the positive in a long, long time. So that was nice to see. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I thought, like you said, like it, it's weird. Kate Stover, who's probably one of the least like on paper, talented tight ends. Like Jeremy Ruckert was like the number two guy in his class behind, I think Brevin Jordan. Um, exactly. And, 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 and he, he was good. I mean, he was good. Yeah. He was bad, but like, I mean, he had some bad moments, but, you know, he he had some good moments as well. He was fine, you know, and he's going to be an NFL player forever like all these guys do. But having a real star at tight end, like a college football star, and I don't know if Kidstover is that yet, but, like, the way he's been playing, 
it certainly seems like he's tracking that way um, is kind of unprecedented, at least as long as I've been alive at Ohio uh, as an Ohio State fan. And yes. honestly, I think just in general, you know, it's always the fucking meme every year. Oh, is this going to be the year of the tight end? And it never is. And uh, someone pointed this out. I think it was Bill Landis. But this year, no one talked about it because it was like, well, it's not going to be Cade yeah, Stover, like Joe Royer. Yeah. Like, yeah. Plus, yeah, five, eight, six, you know, however many receivers deep you go. Um, yeah. And he just looked like, first of all, he's an absolute menace in the blocking game. Um, and, and he just looks really tough. And, and I'm sure that's super like cliche, like boomer sports talk radio, but he just looks like really tough as a receiver. And then a lot more athletic than I thought he was. And I'm not even saying that like a, like a sneaky white boy athletic type thing. I'm saying that as like, you know, some of those white boy tight ends, like, like Jeremy Rucker, you know, like they have that sort of tight end athleticism in, in them. And uh, I, I didn't know Cade Stover had that, but he looks really, uh, really spry out there and big as shit too. Uh, the, the R uh, with the arm, the arm brace. brace. Yeah. Is, he looks nuts out there with number eight on. Him. Yeah. He yeah. looks absolutely nuts out there. Um, Honestly, one of the cooler, cooler fashion players we've had in a minute, I'd say. Uh, I, I would say, I mean, really, that game, uh, speaking of fashion players, uh, we would Oh, be... Marvin Harrison Jr. I, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm, give or take, I'm take it or leave it on the Apple Watch. The Louis Vuitton cleats, though, are, that's a real that, nice touch. What I took from that was that was a man who had less than zero respect for the Wisconsin Badgers. Like, that's just the yeah. guy. <laughs> Yeah, and I just don't know if you ever like in, like three receptions, 45 yards. Again, like this is pretty insane to look at like the receptions. So there were four receivers that caught the ball uh on um on Saturday night. Emeka Buka with 118, Julian Fleming with 67, Cade Stover with 51, and Marv with 45. So like the average reception like yardage was the lowest was Cade Stover at 12.8 yards per reception which is just kind of insane yeah um really like again like it, it it is great to see julian fleming getting back and involved but again like if, if you have to respect a tight end it becomes that much harder uh you know to to have the the linebackers just keying on running backs and teeing off on the running backs and stuff like that again i thought another fantastic performance for the uh for the running game uh trevion uh, offensive line um yeah yeah like that <laughs> might be the difference on this offense from last year like paris johnson jr looks you know really? he's living up to the hype and everyone else i mean they those were some like you could drive an 18 wheeler through some of those holes and you know wisconsin obviously was missing guys in the secondary and i don't know if their secondary is good anyways they have a really solid group of players in the front seven. Um, and, yeah, and was it, it, Nick, there was just Nick no Hedwig resistance. Is a good, good player. I mean, there's these are there's some guys on that team that are going to get drafted, uh, you know, for certainly going to be playing on Sundays. And Ohio State just kind of took the air. Like, I mean, Christ, like when, when you uh, go up 21 nothing before anybody's taken a breath. It was like, last year's Michigan State game. Um, exactly the air was out of the building uh before it, it had a chance to start which I, I think was huge um you know I, I I thought uh defensively I thought they did a really solid job with a, with a really good back in, in Braylon Allen uh outside of that flu 75 yard well touch. yeah I mean the twitch streamers uh and 
Instagram influencers were in there on defense at that point. So I'm not yes. really, as long as we're not playing those guys and, you know, all power to them, I'm all for having extracurricular interests, um, especially because they're making some money now. But like, if those guys are playing in November, like what, what the fuck are we doing? Like, uh, come on. Uh, <laughs> I would say, uh, so a, a quick shout out to Teron Vincent um, for having- Oh, he's good. I'm not I'm not referencing him in that group. No, no, no. Uh, I, I just wanted to bring up a cool quote that I, or a funny quote that I, I read courtesy of our friend Chase Brown. Uh, Teron Vincent was kind of asked, uh, say like, you know, the changes in the defensive line. He said the defensive line has done a good job of holding off the opposing offensive line and, and, and not allowing them to get to linebackers. Uh, so Chase asked him or somebody around there asked him how many of Tommy Eichenberg's 14 tackles he deserves credit for. And Vincent said he would like credit for 11. So, uh, shout out to him, uh, <laughs> 11 tackles on the night. That's, uh, it's nothing to turn your nose up at. Uh, you know, do you want to talk about, uh, the, the secondary? I thought the secondary was phenomenal. Like, like, uh, yeah, it, it's like, I don't know exactly like what, we're what we're judging against with uh wisconsin's receiver core honestly i don't know i just assume they're kind of kind of mid as always um but yeah no i i don't have any complaints obviously we had three scholarship cornerbacks out there the like total dressed which is uh kind of nuts given that denzel burke jordan hancock and cam brown were all out um i thought jair johnson uh i mean jair brown and jk johnson played fine you know mistake here and there that's to be expected um, old man Tanner with the interception that Tanner McAllister cool. played a fantastic game the interception I mean that was a horrible throw but really oh, honestly the play of the game yeah, for him was the was the fourth down just before halftime mm-hmm. where um I, I I believe J.K. Johnson got uh lost a little bit in coverage and uh Wisconsin drew up a nice play on a go route for a touchdown and McAllister just recovered and completely erased it and uh, I you know I still never expect him to be like a true star back there, but I've said since they brought him in that it's, it's nice. They're bringing a guy, not, not just the whole, like, Oh, he knows the scheme thing. Like that's, that's nice. But I, he was just good at Oklahoma state. Like he was a good player. He's clearly just a solid player. And and I think that where you're lacking for depth is, is always going to be a factor. Again, it's just little things that like little pieces of the, puzzle that you're slowly but surely like again like this shit probably doesn't matter until the one game in november but like it's it's the little pieces that the the world of football are slowly but surely having to put together when they're crafting the story about ohio state that they didn't have to a year ago right like you know i I fully expected this to be uh like like a similar game to a very similar game to last year um, you know, where you, you, you have Ohio state just score a ton of points and then the defense can do whatever the fuck it wants to do for the whole game. But I, I thought really that the defense did a great job of, of putting the foot on the throat. Yeah, they, they gave up what seven when the game was at, like not even in question, but when the starters were in basically. Yeah. Like, they, 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 they gave, they had, the, the Wisconsin gave up 14, which yeah. like, I'm, not, I'm not really too worried about if we're being honest, like yeah. again, you hold a Graham Burt's like again who like really when you look at the the real meat of what went on you hold Graham Mertz who's a capable college football quarterback he's fine he's a Wisconsin quarterback uh he was supposed to be better than that passing, but, which yeah. is, is always solid uh again you have the interception 
And again, you, you take away the 75 yard run against the influencers and you hold <laughs> Braylon Allen to under a hundred yards, which is like really, really impressive. Ches Malusi was like a non-factor. And just, the- yeah, like I, I, his stats look good. Even if you take, or his stats look all right. Even if you take out the 75 yard, there was never a time in the game in which he, and maybe this is more on Wisconsin's defense than it is on their running game. But like, there was never a game where it's like, oh man, Braylon Allen's killing him right now. It was, he was very well contained. Um, I was really worried about how, how they would deal with him. He's big as shit. He is massive. Well, that's the thing. He's a really fucking good college, college back. Uh, I don't know how many, you know, outside of, well, I guess it's a different thing, but Blake Corum is a different style of back. I don't know how many, and I guess Nick Singleton from, uh, from Penn state is pretty good too. But like that's that's a real real deal, college back right there, uh, who will play on Sunday, and for them to kind of neutralize him and and not let him dominate the game the way that Wisconsin would have needed him to win that game, I think was phenomenal. It's always good to see. Um, yeah, I mean, all in all, like probably not going to be a storybook uh, game. Uh, you know, not not really going to be a game that you look back too much at. Yeah, CJ Stroud didn't even play that well by his standards. I mean, you know, five I mean, touchdowns, a that, pick. Like, yeah, 281 yards on 27 attempts with a pick. Uh, five five touchdowns. Uh, he like, he yeah. airmailed a couple. Um, he uh he threw a hospital ball to Cade Stover, which was rough for Cade, but you know, got right back up and was on the field the next player too. Um. So, yeah, I mean, like, again, it seems like uh, no one's really going to I no one's really going to challenge this team until Penn State when they go to when they go to Happy Valley on the 29th. Uh, Even if then um, the the thing is, though, we were taught like that is not the whiteout game that is likely to be a Fox noon game, which, you know, Happy Valley's always tough to play in, but if it's not the whiteout, that takes some of the 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 devil magic out of it. I I'd guess say. the other thing to look at there too is like Penn State will be playing. You know, they'll have already played Michigan, to the mm-hmm. best of my knowledge. Uh, I believe that's like the week before, like or a couple weeks before. Um, so that's that's a tough situation for them to be entering. Um, you know, who knows what the, what the, the feel of that program is or, or how legit that game feels by that time. Um, it's looking like Michigan state, uh, might, might not be a, the greatest football game either. They are pretty bad. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll learn a little bit about Iowa this weekend. I, I, I don't think that they're very good. Um, you know, not in a way that could that challenge Ohio us, state. That's, that's a nice, uh, it's a nice transition. Into, well, I'm uh, glad you brought up Michigan, actually, because I tweeted a stat out about them a little earlier uh, today, um, yesterday, when y'all hear this. Uh, they're out-of-conference opponents. I think you have to basically take nothing from anything you saw in that game, in those games. Um, Bill Conley's S&P Plus, which, you know, again, there's no perfect metric for ranking every single team in America. There never will be. Um, but his S&P Plus is generally... Uh, pretty good i think and uh in my opinion is pretty much the best one of these compared to espn's fpi which i think is is horrible um i think SP plus is is a pretty good metric for ranking these teams michigan's out of conference opponents uh this is how they stack up in S P plus um 
out of 131 FBS football programs. Colorado State coming in at 125, UConn at 127, and Hawaii at 129. So these are among the like six or seven worst teams in football that Michigan played. Um, honestly, crazy. Like I, there's probably no real way to track track this, but I'd kind of be surprised if that's not the worst out of conference schedule ever say, for like, a Power Five I, te- team. I've like, been talking to somebody about like a, a friend of the pod who is a Michigan fan about it, and like, there's no way. Like, of course, you schedule these games like fucking ten years in advance or whatever. But, like, there's no way, like, again, Colorado State was a fine team a couple years back. Like, Hawaii has never been this bad before. Like, you can almost see the the writing on the wall there. But, like, it was definitely. Even Colorado State is usually an okay program. Yeah. Yeah. UConn's obviously bad. UConn, UConn, you know that you're going to. But that's the like that's basically right, scheduling an FCS team, which you know, fine. What if that wants to? If you want to have that be your one, um, I don't know why they don't have a Power Five team this year. I'm sure someone backed out of something. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe they had to rearrange due to COVID or something. Yeah, like like, like in 2019 where we had where we didn't have a. I'm not really holding that against them, but it's just like it was interesting though to see them play. You know. Uh, maybe maybe Maryland's like uh, I don't know whether whether it's I just a, think my point is team. I think we have to start the evaluation of Michigan and maybe this is me just being a hater I think we have to start yeah. it with the Maryland game it's like they were basically yeah. playing against air for three weeks like even like Toledo is like 70th something in it's like they're a team like these are three teams that have no pulse they don't have any like it like they are so astronomically bad it's like i i don't know how much you can take away so like i don't have a problem with michigan being fourth in the country right now you know they had a great season last year i don't know who else you would even put there to begin with i i just am i just like i I, it goes into like the the conversation about like rankings this year early in the year like again like if 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 this whole thing is a fucking sham anyway like why even do it you know like like there are like, well, that, yeah. Stuff. Like, why are we third? Like, stuff, Alabama like, hasn't looked good. Why is Alabama too? Wait, well, what? Like, you they they've developed all these these things and these strength of record, these strength of win, like schedules, strength of uh, of everything to like for the end of the year to like differentiate by two teams. But like, why not do it now? Because like, you look at the strength of of you know record and and strength of schedule and stuff like that, like. Kansas is not ranked and they are, they have like a, a top 60 or 65, uh, you know, uh, strength of, of schedule. Meanwhile, it's like Ohio state and I guess Ohio state's is higher, but like Michigan's like 129th or something like that strength, the strength of schedule. So it's like, again, like if this whole thing is just, I guess, like just to show like why even bother, factoring record into it at all you know like what why don't we just keep like fucking uh you know keep miami at, at, at number 13 in the country because like the the rankings say that that they're a good team and stuff like that right it's yeah just no. fucking boring. but uh yeah we're, we're in that we're entering sort of that that post um that post uh you know the, the early conference play where you really start to play uh some teams who should be right or should be around you or should be competition to you. And, and, and just looking at the schedule here, like Rutgers uh, struggled, uh, struggled on defense to hold uh, Iowa. Uh, That's never uh, a good sign. 
yeah, you know, um, I guess like looking at the numbers that nothing really particularly jumps, I guess, like, uh, you know, Petrus had 148 passing yards on 17. Hey, that's um, a big day for that's him. That's going to be a career high for him, yeah, right? That, that's a big um, day for him. And, and Maybe then, his uh, first 100-yard passing game. <laughs> I, I, I do think, like, Rutgers, like, they're probably going to get yards just by, like, sheer dumb luck. Like, that's just, you know, they had 300 yards against Iowa Iowa this, 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 uh, this weekend through the air. Like, I guess they're probably just going to go out and try and beat Ohio State. Like, I don't know. They're, they're going to have to pull a, pull a horseshoe out of their ass. They're going to want to do it. So why not go out swinging, you know, and that could lead to the game being over by the end of the first quarter. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, there, there isn't a whole lot to say about uh, a game like this unless you just take the Ryan Day approach and say, like, well, you know, they're, they're three and one. They're, they're playing some damn good football. I actually like it that he does that. Uh, I, I enjoy my the favorite line. thing about him, actually. Yeah, I enjoy him saying every team is actually good um, and, and sounding, like, even somewhat earnest about it. Um, it, it. I don't know. It's pretty funny. Yeah, no, I like again, like you, you've got a Rutgers team who beat uh, a horrible, a horrible BC team by one point. Uh, they beat a horrible Temple team by two points, lost to Iowa, beat the hell out of Wagner, um, who, who might be better than BC. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like, like you said, there, there ain't a whole lot to, you know, if you're not going to say that stuff, like what the hell are you going to say? You know? Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it should be interesting. Um, I'm curious to see, like, like I said, like at home, you know, we've got uh, a five-star D tackle apparently visiting this weekend. Not sure who that is. Uh, it's behind the 24 seven paywall that I can't log into at the moment. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, again, like, I, do we want to talk a little bit about recruiting? Like, uh, yeah, we can. Uh, I don't, I basically the big deal right now is seeing which, if any, if all three of these three big time defensive end prospects they get out of Keon Keeley, Mateo Uyunglele and Damon Wilson. Um, it seems like things are surprisingly trending in the right direction with Keon Keeley, but he is yet to take an Alabama visit. So that's kind of like a, you, you want to get him to cancel the visit and get him committed. But, you know, it, barring that, it's like there's no point counting those eggs before they're hatched before, if, he, if he is going to take the visit. Um, Mateo's kind of a enigma. You know, it seems like he... Ohio State's always been sort of like the first thought for him, but no one really seems to have a firm grasp. And Damon Wilson sounds like he is an NIL uh, recruitment, but that Ohio State is in a good spot there. I've, I'd be shocked if they didn't get one of them. Uh, it'd be another uh, apocalypse like July if they don't get uh, a single one of them. Um, I think the most likely number right now is two. I couldn't tell you which two of them they'd be. Uh, I but- do worry candidly a little bit about Mateo uh, seeing as DJ is turning the ship around at Clemson. Uh, like, like, yeah. I, I, I open the door more. I mean, who knows? Yeah. DJ's been playing some damn good football. Um, you know, like I, I think that Clemson team ultimately isn't great, but like, it's not for the lack of, of his effort. Right. Uh, I yeah. He, he looks a lot better this year against Wake Forest and, and closer to the player that we thought he would be um yeah i mean it's 
looking at the slate across the uh, NCAA this weekend, it's it's. I mean, I guess you got Alabama, Arkansas, like maybe at Arkansas, maybe that could be fun. Yeah, I don't think Alabama's very good. I'm not sure if Arkansas is the team to knock them off, but I, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, I think NC State will beat Clemson. Um, apart from that, uh, not too many thoughts. We've got a big game in uh in, in Tallahassee this weekend. Oh yeah. Uh, well, if they play it right, uh, right. Wake Forest coming to town. Their first time Florida State's been ranked since 2018. Damn, that's nuts. It's it's it sounds insane when you say that it, is nuts. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Uh, maybe like I I I am waiting to see. I guess Gold Miss Kentucky's a pretty good game. Um. I'm waiting to see if this Minnesota team is for real. Uh, they play Purdue this weekend, so I don't know if we'll. we'll that's find a game out. that if they're not for real, they will lose. I that's, think that's a good that's test. A classic, I don't think Purdue's very good, but yeah. I guess uh, Oregon State playing Utah. That that's a pretty. Oh good yeah, game. get 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 out of my face with, with Oregon State. They blew it. I don't want to hear it. They they you know. You can't. Really they had that game. They should have won that game against USC. They blew it more. I mean, more specifically, their quarterback blew it. But if you're throwing four interceptions, um, in a game that you you absolutely should have won, I don't want to hear it. To, are, are we getting to the point where like the fix is in in the uh, in the uh, Pac-12, like where they've they've told the teams like, hey, Oregon, you're out of it. Like, hey, Utah, you're out of it. Yeah, dogs. maybe they're trying to not cannibalize themselves for once. They're, that's a, that's an Kevin interesting Warren theory. Mode. They're going Barry Alvarez. Mode yeah, <laughs> yeah, just for a whole season. Though. Yeah, just not just one game, the entire year. Yeah. Um, God, shout out Barry Alvarez for alle- allegedly throwing the twenty fourteen. Well, I mean, Nash, you know what? According if, to if, according to Wisconsin fans, if he threw that one, he threw it fucking hard. Yeah, man. he went all he in. If that was a if that was truly his work, he went all in. He left no doubt. <laughs> oh, he, he certainly did not. Yeah, he there told. Was no uh, he told. Was Paul Chris the coach then, or was it someone else at that point? I thought he was the interim that game because it was between two guys or something like that. Mm. I don't know. He, he had been the interim so many different times. Like that guy was just uh, a, a machine. Let's see. Oh no! Never mind. That was the the oh after the departure of Bert B- Brett Bielema. Yeah, who is it between Bert and Christ? Why am I drawing a blank? Because there was a guy between them, right? I believe it was Gary Anderson. Oh right, he went to he took like an Oregon State job after that, right? Yep, and then now he's at now he's at Weber State. So like he out. voluntarily took the Oregon State job out of wisconsin which was a very strange move i mean Um, i think he's i mean like just looking at his biography he's from utah so like those those west coast guys that they they ride for the west coast Uh, yeah yeah um yeah quick quick stint it it again like a weird job to just get seemingly out of nowhere and then just fucking leave yeah definitely um yeah he (laughs) He actually had to pay Wisconsin money uh, for, for the buyout. Paying to take the Oregon State job in Corvallis is not something I would do personally, but, no. you know, more power to him if Respect that's something. Yeah. yeah. At least gave them a Big Ten West 
division uh title on on yeah. his yeah yeah there's oh, no 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 he it, hang on he uh, ba- yeah Barry Alvarez yeah coached that 2015 he oh man we're we're going down the annals here but yeah uh not not a great not a great showing for them that that day no no really not um if you guys can't tell uh Ohio State isn't going to play a real opponent for a minute. Um, Yeah, yeah, I guess I'd just like to see more consistency out of the secondary heading forward. I'm seeing good signs, but not a lot of complaints. This is a team that will... uh, Again, at least like last year, we had some shit to talk about, right? Like the defense was fundamentally broken. Yeah, and it was like, like, are they improving? Are they not? We can't really tell. Um, yeah, we, we won't know until Penn State. And, you know, I told uh, uh, Drew this on the last episode, but, like, I'm of the volition to say, like, until they win the national championship, I don't even know if we'll know. You know? Yeah, because like, I don't know how good Michigan is. Like, And, and um, we just have the tendency in Ohio State fans in general. Well, you know if they lose that they suck. But if they if they run the table, then I it like like you said, it's hard to say until the playoff. And hopefully this looks like a year where it will be vital to have the number one seed. Um yep. because there are three good teams uh from what I can tell. Um and I'm not I'm not the only person to think that. Um Maybe something funny happens in the SEC and one of your Georgia and Alabama don't make it, which is always possible. You know, if if one of them ends up with two losses instead of one, then then they won't. Um, just tends to be what happens. Um, so I that's possible. But assuming that Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State all make it, that one seed will be vital. Um, so you can play USC. Um, yeah. Or. Dude, I don't even like. Like they, the like I, I was talking to somebody about this earlier, but like, is this 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 could be the preview of just the Big Ten SEC challenge? Dude, I hope not. That would suck so much. That would really suck so bad. Like, <laughs> if it gets down to, that I'm okay point, with the double SEC teams just because I'm like numb to it. But having us and Michigan in there would just be so lame. Yeah, especially if we're three and four in like yeah, you know, like we we have to pretend like we're rooting for each other, like yeah, uh, yeah. No, I I don't really want to play Michigan twice. Like no, just, even I think we'd beat their ass in a in a neutral field field in a dome. It'd just be kind of lame. It like I yeah, like it's, I it's see. Insane. I'm sure it'll happen at some point, but I am not into the non uh last weekend of last weekend of the regular season michigan game i'm sure it'll like because divisions will be gone the playoffs gonna expand it's bound to happen at some point in the in the next decade or so i just i don't like that uh yeah no i feel like okay i feel like they should like the big 10 if it's ever the big 10 title game when they get rid of divisions in this like expanded conference it should just go to the winner, and I mean, obviously they'll never do this because Michigan, Ohio State, and they should. You know what? If they go to expanded playoffs, if they go to expanded playoffs, and uh, you know, like if, if we're going to like expanded conference play and expanded playoffs, we should fucking get rid of 
the the conference championship games. I know they'll never do it. Oh like, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Um, we should back, go like back in the day, like you you know, if you play nine conference games, you're bound to have one one team kind of shake themselves out, especially if you're if you're playing the majority of the top teams in that conference, like. I don't need to play like again, like you don't need to play uh Minnesota. The, Minnesota. I mean or like if you're entering the game and it's like Ohio State, Michigan, and Ohio State, Michigan are guaranteed. And if Ohio State wins, yeah, it should Ohio State should just win the conference. Like it'd be so dumb to play again the next week. Um Yeah. It, or because especially like if you're entering and it's like, oh, you two are gonna play each other again, like you're gonna have 60 minutes of teams running fullback dive at each other yeah right? yeah exactly we're right. like we're just gonna be punting for the full yeah you're not gonna show anything if that's yeah. not the game that matters and if like a conference title is the thing that matters for seeding like yeah again like because or if you're you know if ohio state's like already in they've won the first one then it's like oh well this game doesn't really matter that much then like you punt the the big 10 championship game. yeah and we've we as we've discussed, that's the biggest crime anybody could do, you know. Uh, right. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. I don't know. Like it, it's just it. Like as a college football, Michigan, Ohio State on a on a neutral field, especially a sterile neutral field, just doesn't sound right to me. I I'm mostly for the brave new world of college football, uh, more than most people. But but that one, I that one, I'm a traditionalist on that one. I I don't eat i don't like the sound so of that fucking funny man that's a bridge like, too far like time, yeah of course it would suck but like i just think like the first time like ohio state getting to play michigan in like this corporate oh my god it would be like, ridiculous like yeah hanging 50 on them yeah like, like imagine yeah. trotting like what what's his name like jake shoemaker out there in like a like a temperate like 72 degree dome it, it, like come on like got, what are we like, only like, giant donors from like different companies there like you got chick-fil-a's execs in the yeah. building none of them give a shit about this game at yeah. all like you're just there to schmooze um yeah especially if it's played like georgia or something like that like at least if it was played in detroit or like indianapolis you could see something there yeah like, yeah it's like in tempe like yeah it's like 95 percent ohio state fans yeah 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 no that that'd be that'd be really dumb that'd just be such a dumb game it's gonna happen at some point and obviously i'll be like amped for it because it's a game against michigan but yeah. like i w- I won't agree with the concept um <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's just yeah like you know we're we're building up to this brave new world i don't know it's like I, i'm hoping to not take too much enjoyment out of the next few years understanding that the world's going to change just because there's a chance that that new world uh there it, it isn't as fun as the one that we're living in so i'm trying to like live in the moment and absorb the things now that's where it's like obviously it sucked to go to the rose bowl but to like have a new have a rose bowl like yeah i'm glad i'm glad we got that one in that was a fun game i'm not like the last rose bowl like that they they play in right like yeah that was cool um you know but uh on that like yeah let's know. get out of here um beat Rutgers uh I, I'm not touching that spread I bet on Ohio State last week pat on the back because I thought they were going to destroy him and it was like what like a 17 night 18 19 What's point the spread, spread at right now it's like 40 something I'm not touching that oh, um do not touch yeah, that. I, yeah, yeah like if it gets to bet 20, on the over maybe 
Uh, if, if you're feeling better, bet on Devin Brown passing yards over one and a half. Yeah. Like, let's fucking do this. Dude, it's, it's like, it was like four. It opened at like 42. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's moved up from there. Like, like 40. Yeah. Hashtag let Devin play uh, and go bucks. Yeah. Go bucks. Yeah.